Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like it, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. We're just gonna float off, you know. We're just gonna go off of it. Fucking jazz, baby. We do. We're just gonna. We do it. We do it freeform. I'm getting drunk off of white wine, which I haven't done since summertime, (laughs) and I'm feeling uh, nice and like summery, you know. Like I'm ready. I'm ready for the warmth to happen. I'm ready for like the sun to hit my skin and for my super pale complexion to burn immensely. And then for me to call it like a base tan, like oh, just a base, um, just a base sunburn. I yeah, get every, I get once a year. The reason I look like a lobster is that I need to eventually make it so that I, that if I go out in the sun, I won't automatically become a lobster. Yeah, I do get tan though. I do. I believe you. I think as, as someone who is pale and and tends to not burn, um, I, I like like who tends to not burn outside of normal burning situations. Like, like, if I, <laughs> like a fire? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I'm thrown into a fire, I will in fact... Hi, this is Little Lip, the podcast where we talk about uh, drowning witches. My name's Andrew Cleva. My name's Andy... Drowning witches? Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a side tangent from the whole, like, if you, uh, if you burst into flames type thing. And then, oh. Like, well, what? I was thinking about Alphaba, and you can... She, she melts when you throw in water. Yeah, but that book sucks. We're not going to talk about that. But that's the... Uh, that book did that suck. Book. That book, fuck, that book fucking sucked. <laughs> this is, this is, rec- we are recording this more on, um, or at the tail end of the Valentine's weekend, um, but we... Still just as lovely. Oh yeah, of course. Just as romantic as, uh, as the rest of the weekend. Uh, we, I guess we want to talk, we read uh, Normal People by Sally Rooney after the podcast last week, and this uh, episode, I guess we want to talk a little bit about um, not the kind of uh, well reasoned and smartly written and uh, uh, real conversations and love stories that that book depicted, yeah. but instead rom coms or like mm. rom- like the, the the western pop culture uh, version of what a romance story is. It's not a it's not a depressing love story. Well, sometimes they can be. They they can have aspects of them that are depressing. I, I and well executed ones have some depth to them too. But like I, I think that I think that depressing is not the point uh, at the very least. No, it's definitely not the point. I think that like, and I've, I've talked about this quite a bit. Is that I do love a good Hallmark movie. Sure, sure. Where everything works out properly. Yeah, I have never got into the Hallmark Valentine's Day movies though, because for me it just brings. If the only element is love, Uh I'm not about it. If the element is Christmas, if it's Santa Claus. Ah, and love is tangential to Santa Claus. And, and love is going to be introduced by old St. Nicholas. I get a little oh, bit more oh, into it. Oh, he's going to introduce some love, all right. Oh, he's introducing some loving, you know? But if it's Thanks, just buddy. ye old Cupid <laughs> that's bringing in that love machine, I, uh-huh. I just don't... There's not... Yeah, if, 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 if the point is simply love, then it becomes more hard, harder for you to get into. You, you need a hook. You need something else. Are, to, to, are to, we to, cynical? Yeah. If the point yeah, is yeah, simply yeah. love, I'm not into it. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that uh, is that a brutal, terrible sounding thing to say? Probably. Does that make us not... 
Well, to be fair, we're talking. Are about we okay? You. We're talking about you right now. Okay. Well, <laughs> I thought we were talking about us. Oh no! I'm throwing you under the bus. I'm totally throwing you under the bus. Do you? You don't even like rom coms. Uh no. Um, but I, I think that's I think that's the um, what feels like an artificial nature to me. I, I, I actually, to be clear, like I like. I like a love story. I am a romantic at heart. I do. I, I, I do actually think that, 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 that they are worthwhile. It's just that um, they're just so often of a certain type. Um, it's cartoonish. Okay. It's it it, it it it's it's ridiculous. It's things that don't happen, um, which is fine because it's entertainment. Like, it, but that means I'm not going to connect to it. I'm like, I don't think they're saying. Any, I don't think a lot of these are actually saying anything about like love or relationships. I think they're just like making a zany sitcom that happens to have love as a theme. Does that make sense? Do you believe in a meet-cute? Do I believe in them as a dev- as a writing device, or do no, I no, no, they no. happen in life? In life. Yeah, I think they can. I, th- I, think, they are, I think they are not the, the basis of a relationship. I think they are simply the way in which something can start. But yeah, I do, yeah. Think, I, I do think there is something particularly cool or interesting about having a crazy story about how you got together. I also do not think it's necessary whatsoever. No. Well, I also think it's interesting. I feel like we have said I also like five times already. Yeah, um, but I do think it's interesting. Oh, fuck. I keep, I'm keep. i not allowed to say drink, the word interesting. Shit. Yeah. When you work in a drink during this podcast, it's a real punishment. I think it's cool <laughs> <laughs> that both of us met our significant others on dating apps. Yeah. Uh, which is something that we, I mean, I, I can't speak for you, but like, I, I haven't noticed you ever have a problem mentioning uh and we and we sure no like whenever whenever someone asks like how did you meet it's like tinder what do you want but i I think that we were using dating apps in the same time where meeting someone that was going to be significant in your life was almost uh frown not frowned upon but kind of like um Maybe not for you, but for me, it was kind of like people were still meeting their significant others out of college or people oh, from like, sure. like they, they, had a na- they had a quote unquote natural way to yeah. do it as opposed and, to the artificial way of online. Yeah, it's all and I and you are the only people that I know of that have met their people online. I, Everyone yeah, else has just met people quote unquote naturally which i don't like i feel like i've i've met sean naturally yeah you you had a you had a you had a goal in mind which was to meet to, to use to some fuck way to, to, <laughs> to, to get down fuck yeah to get fucking down at emo karaoke you know like, that's really... <laughs> as every as everyone does you know all the sad kids yeah it's fine no but i i think that uh and for me i don't know if this is sp- specifically for you, uh-huh. that there was a stigma with meeting a significant other using a dating app oh, yeah, versus sure. not I, I because I, it made it seem, for some reason, less real yeah, or artificial. for some reason. Yeah, artificial. Uh, uh, and to be clear, I, I think this is all bullshit. But, uh, yeah. but, but, but I, understand the, I understand that's what the impression is. Um, yeah, I think that um, I think that it's really dumb to look at it as anything other than a venue to meet people. Um, I think mm-hmm. that it's dumb to look at it as a last resort. I think it's dumb to look at it as like the way to fix all these things. It's simply about, 
it's simply about putting people in front of your face and meeting some people. Like what you know what? Like, you, you've seen you've seen you've seen all of these <laughs> you've seen all these like um, romantic comedies, right? Where, all, where, where the friends always like you just need to get out and meet people. Like and, and, and of course in those the, the it's always like you should get a hobby, and then he ends up in some like you know paint by numbers class or some shit like that. Mm. Um, and so it's you know it's it's mined for comedic effect, but like for the most part, like it, like in reality, what it is is it's just another way to meet people and it may or may not work for you it may or may not be your style but like that's that, that's what it is like i was a fairly social person who was also not meeting that many people through like normal venues and it felt weird to always be like wondering what you would have to do to meet someone in a natural way where it's like or you yeah. could just get on this app that is designed to do this like it's designed to put people in front of people yeah, I th- for me, it was kind of like, I wasn't going to meet the kind of people <laughs> that were going to meet my requirements. Do you mean that Bukowski on a Monday night wasn't really doing it for you? That actually was the old, like, that, it was more mostly Ned Devines that wasn't. Oh, yeah, you idiot, of course. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm like 10 years younger than you. Yeah, that's actually a fair point. I was, like, in my early 20s, like, living in Boston, like, going out to, like, bars and clubs. And, oh, no, like... and I went out to, like, fucking Hurricane O'Reilly's and shit like that when yeah. I first moved here. Like, well, I, I, I think we've all talked about this on the podcast, but, like, if we're just for background, like, I moved to Boston when I was 25, um, and so, like, I was, I spent my first, like, four or five years in Boston living in Brighton, and there was a lot of that kind of thing. There was a lot of yeah. going out downtown, blah, 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 uh, and I never really liked it then, and I was also broke, um. So it wasn't really my thing, but um, I, you know, I, I liked my friends. I wanted to hang out with them. I was, I, I was okay doing that, uh, even if it wasn't my my, my first choice. Um, but then, since moving across the river to like Cambridge Somerville side, I, I haven't gone out to a fucking clubby yeah. bar in forever, or, or I haven't gone out to one uh, feeling like that was the thing I had to do. In forever. I, I still stand by, and I don't even remember what episode this was when I said that. What like you going to a club and being happy? Like you going to a club and having a good time is something that I cannot picture in my mind. Uh, yeah, I, because I'm the type of person that would just want to be like sitting, uh, sitting in a seat in the VIP. Like in the VIP. Okay, hold. Okay. <laughs> let's assume that we're out of place, right? Like, like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm giving. What I'm doing here is not saying like, uh, you know, how I always roll to the club. I'm saying like this is the only way in your scenario that I think yeah. that I actually might be comfortable and happy, et cetera. Like I, I, I would be sitting in a VIP section, like at a table talking to my friends. The music is loud, but at least not everyone's fucking around us. Friends will get up at times, go get drinks, meet people, whatever, dance, come back. And I'd just be kind of sitting there hanging out. Like that's about the only way that I'd be like, okay, doing that. It's so insane how different we are <laughs> because I miss going out to clubs so much right now like i miss i miss that but also going back to like the whole dating thing i wasn't gonna meet you know the one i i think you were less likely to meet the one i think i I think that like i think with all of these things there are are percentages like what like what 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 is most likely to happen and granted you're not likely to meet the one like i'm gonna tell you with what I was wearing, and with the way I was conducting myself, there was absolutely no way I was you, going to meet you were, the one. You weren't meeting a respectable young gentleman who was going to... No. <laughs> For some reason, 
Unbeknownst to me, uh-huh. I don't know. You were only attracting creep creeps. I was only attracting um, non-serious males. <laughs> <laughs> is wow, that's what, that, that's so strange. Is what I would say to that. Uh, but I did love. But I also wasn't trying to attract anyone at that point. You, you know, were, you like were, you were trying to go to. A- I was trying to go to a club and have some fun and do whatever the fuck I wanted to do. And I think that rom-coms, in my mind, put such an unrealistic expectation because Hollywood industry, of course, has to like build up the male psyche a little bit. And then for some reason, half the entire movie is about the woman climbing up to meet that and to realize that like they need this guy. Um. I'm not angry about it. Hot takes. All right. (laughs) But, like, in Hollywood, when you're seeing, like, rom-coms or, like, even romantic movies, the guys are such, like, staples of um, what every woman supposedly wants and needs. And, like, they provide. And they're funny. And they're, like, doing all that kind of stuff. And, like, there's, like, a hiccup here and there. But then the woman knows, like, or learns it's not about that it's about the, it's about the big picture it's, a, it's about it's about the it's not about my professional life it's about the romance i feel with this one person uh, good god if i have to see another woman leave her career <laughs> yeah that's in uh, order to get married it's a, it's, it's always a dicey one as far as like the, the because like mm. I, I think honestly I, it's when you say that because like i have the impression of a lot of these romantic comedies of uh Guys getting girls that they do not have any that they realistically would not have any shot with whatsoever. Uh, not be not necessarily because of like the relative attractiveness levels. Although yes, uh, Seth Rogen and Catherine Heigl, I do see you. Um, <laughs> I, it, it's it, it, oh, by the way, no shade to Seth Rogen or anything. Um, it's just that like I feel that there's a lot of that because they're because it's a very male dominated industry and often writers, even if uh, not every single rom com writer is a male. Um, end up having these like like guys that are like the whole thing is like they're just like the worst people and then they mm-hmm. realize how to be adults and they're somehow like the catch of the century like, like that, that, that's always been that's my my impression with how a lot of these movies end up working instead that's so i think that's actually because <clears throat> i think we're thinking about the movies in the same way but i'm just looking at it from a female perspective and you're looking at fair, it from a male perspective fair, fair of you being like yeah these girls these women don't deserve these men, and Whoa, I'm. I, like, I, I didn't hold on. I did. Not, I did not say that at all. What? I I don't say the women don't deserve the men. I'm saying the guys. Oh, are sorry. I meant the opposite. I meant the opposite. Okay, the men right. don't deserve the women. The men don't deserve women. They don't deserve them. They don't deserve them. Wait. You you set me up to be like the, the villain of the internet for for, for half a second. That's there. only because of the bottle and a half of wine I've had. I thought you said, I thought you saying that that's only because I fucking hate you and I wanted you to die online <laughs> for a second. No, that's only because of the wine. No, yeah. men don't deserve women. Um, <laughs> is my uh, yes? In, in the, I the situations that I'm that. talking about, yeah, like the, like the ones. Um, it's not. And it's also, I w- I do want to point out this is a very cis conversation. This is a oh, very God, yeah. like yeah, heteronormative as hell. Just to be very yes. clear, like, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about the standard like Hollywood like male female rom coms like. Um, yeah, good good call on mentioning that. I hadn't I hadn't thought to like well, we like we are 
we are we are both Tibetan. and we're not going to yeah. be like what well, we don't necessarily think of the other, the other way of saying about this uh but like the big industry in hollywood is based around that interaction exactly and that, and that dynamic like, not i just wanted to make thing, that clear yeah yeah, yeah so like this is a very um heteronormative like, heteronormative it's, it's perspective all, it's all about this particular type of rom-com yeah where, where yeah as we're talking about like yeah, yeah, what I'm saying is, like, that it's not that... Um, Very privileged type of love, yeah, in a way. Yeah, there's, a, like, so many of these movies, like, there are, of course, exceptions, um, but, like, so yeah. many of these movies are, you know, too, like, well, or too comfortable white people meeting in certain settings and then having a series of, like, you know... Uh, missteps on their way to ultimate happiness or whatever. It's very, um, like, pretty pretty A to, a to B. Uh, but, there, but there are good um, um, entrants into the field that don't do that exact thing, that are instead a little bit smarter about it or make you feel like the romance is actually earned. Uh, or, yeah. Or whatnot. But they're not, they're, they're not the norm. I don't know. Did you see Regina King's uh, SNL this past weekend? Uh, no, I, I would never watch SNL. What? Okay. Well, her monologue was all about, like, uh, it was talking about uh, the black community and the white community and how, like, the white community knows her from certain movies and the black community knows her oh, from certain yeah. movies. There's a real to America's thing in general. Yeah. Uh, yeah and she had said, like, yeah, if you're, part, if you're part of the black community, you probably know me from, like, all of your favorite movies. And if you're part of the white community, you know me from Watchmen. <laughs> and, 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 and well, yeah, you know me from Watchmen, and a, and a, and a brief thirty-second aside about I didn't know that about uh, about the the, the massacre in uh, or the Black Wall Street. Like, I had yeah, no, I had no idea. And so at that, it was uh, she did a really good job. Also, she had some really funny skits. But oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure it's fine. This is not this is not slander on Regina King. I just don't give a oh no, I did not think that. Watch that much TV, but yes. Um, anyway, yeah. so. Uh, rom-coms, Andy, I had to ask you, how, like, I'm, and I've known this from the start, uh, you're not very in-tuned with rom-coms. Uh, this will be interesting. I think that I am, I do not have a definitive understanding of the catalog of rom-coms, as in I have not seen nearly, uh, like, as many rom-coms as I'm sure, like, that you have. However, I would at least say I do think that I have a general understanding of, like, the tone in, uh, of them in general and how they work as a genre, that kind of thing. Okay, that, so I have, I have a game for us. Oh, no, I've accidentally talked myself into the worst position possible. Yeah, you did, actually, <laughs> and I'm very excited about it. <laughs> Boy, you done fucked up, and here's why. <laughs> okay, so what I have done is that I have pulled um, descriptions from movies, Okay. Uh, I have four descriptions for movies. Okay. I have three that are rom-coms. Okay. And I have one that is not. Um, oh, okay. You're going to assassinate me here. All right. I, I'm, um, I'm hoping so. So what I would like to do is I'm going to read you the descriptions. I'm going to have you guess if it's a rom-com or not. Um, and then... Do I get to wait until I hear all four? Because I would prefer to get to the end as opposed to making a decision one at a time, so I could understand how if I if I thought they were all bullshit or not, or if I if I if I could figure out your uh, your 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 trick a little easier. Sure, sure, sure. We can do that. We can all do right. that. Um, so I'm not going to give you the title of the movie because of that's yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. going to give it away. Um, 
And I'm going to let you know that they're all Fight Club. <laughs> they're, all, they're all variations on how Jack meets Marvel Singer. Okay, cool, yeah. Good. Okay, so I'm going to read you all of them, and then you can let me know. You have to keep, are you are you ready to keep a diary of all of the information that you have? Uh, no, that'll, that'll make it funnier, so go ahead. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, Tim Lake grows up in Cornwall, in his house by the sea with his father James, mother Mary, absent-minded uncle Desmond, and free-spirited sister Catherine, or Kit Kat. <laughs> At the age of 21, Tim learns from his father that the men of his family have a secret ability to travel back in time to moments they have lived before. I think I know what this is, actually. In order to time travel, they must be in a dark space, clench their fists, and visualize the memory they wish to travel back to. Mm-hmm. James discourages his son from using his gift to acquire money or fame, and Tim decides he will use to improve his love life. Uh, like, like a classy gentleman he is. Yes. So you're talking about Outlander, right? No. Really? Or are you lying? Absolutely to me? not. Okay. Uh, interesting because I, I, I wait. I, no, I, you can't look this up. It has to be your own out of your no, own. No, no, no. I, I wasn't. I, I'm not. I'm not looking up the. I'm, like, I'm not looking up the name like Tim Lake or anything like that. I was. I was only looking up to make sure I had the name right of the things. That it's I was not Outlander. Okay. All right. Never mind then. I had. I, I had no. Uh, so it's a Highlander. I assume it's Highlander then. Sorry, Sean Connery and. Uh, it is not Highlander <laughs> either. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah go ahead. The next one. Elle Evans and Lee Flynn have been best friends all their lives due to their mothers growing up together and having a deep bond. Mm. As the two grow up, they develop a love of dancing specifically on an arcade dance machine modeled after DDR. Mm-hmm. When Elle is 11, her mother becomes terminally ill. And three, three years later, she passes away. As she grows up, Elle crushes on Lee's popular older brother, Noah. And she tries her hardest to ignore it. On the first day of junior year, Elle's school uniform, Elle's school uniform pants split. She has to wear her school uniform skirt from freshman year and becomes a center of attention after reaching school. An older student, Tupin, inappropriately slaps Elle's buttockses. <laughs> Noah steps in and fights Tupin. Tupin, uh, Tupin, Noah, and Elle are served with detention, where Tupin apologizes. Elle later accepts his request for a date. Oh, Tupin does not that. show up, though, later confessing to Elle that Noah has warned everyone to not pursue her romantically. Mm. Do you have any idea what this movie uh, No, I don't, I don't know what this one is. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. This is three out of four. I don't, I gotcha. A mercenary who finds, lo- who finds the love of his life a hilarious and sensitive and intelligent sensual partner who makes his life worth living. So when he finds out he's dying of cancer, he flees to spare the horror of watching him die. And he runs headlong into a government program and tortures him in the hopes that will cure and restore his life. Will our protagonist you overcome the insecurity that idiot. nearly robs him of the relationship he wants? Oh, you will he stop it. ignoring... Will he stop ignoring what his lover is telling him because he's terrified that it's not what she really needs? Will love prevail? Listen, if you were going to use Deadpool, you probably should have picked a different fucking person to use it on. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to get that. The, 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 listen, listen. The best, or not best, my personal favorite run in comics was Joe Kelly's Deadpool 1-33. to uh, really? There's no one in here, there's no one listening to this at any point in history that is going to feel the same way. 
But you happen to dial up the one fucking person that did feel that way. Uh, yeah, I, th- that's Deadpool. Sorry. How did you know? Uh, everything. I, I know. I know. Was it the mercenary? Mer- mercenary definitely did. Uh, definitely was part of I it. I even took like, out Vanessa's name. Yeah, you took out Wade Wilson's name. You took out Weasel's name. You took out. I know. I took out everyone's name. Yeah, I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> there were so many. There were so many movies that I had thought that. So I was gonna do Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and yeah, I was like, No, yeah. like you know that one. There were a couple ones that like I wanted to do that I thought would be funny, mm-hmm. but. This was an actual bio lifted from Deadpool. Really? Okay. I yes. Interesting you said I thought you doctored that as I was listening to it. Because as soon as you said a couple of key things, I'm like, nope, I already understand. I already know no, what no, this no, is. No, 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 no. I like, pulled then, this. Yeah, you, from where? From like IMDb know. or some shit? Like, no, 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 no. no I'm, I did pull some of them from IMDb, but not all of them. Oh, well, I mean, if you pulled them from IMDb, that'd be totally reasonable. But not his. Saying. No, I pulled Deadpool from, it was, I had done like research of like best rom-coms from the 21st century sure sure whatever and when deadpool pulled pulled up i was like fuck this noise i did not know that like you were we have never talked about your affliction for deadpool we affliction or affection or affection or back both both, actually uh no uh, yes and there's no reason that anyone would um necessarily know it um in this is going to be a very nerdy aside uh i promise i won't make it too long but um Deadpool, since, like, the 90s, has always been this kind of, like, character that, like, shitty comic fans would like. Um, like, the fans that think that, like, Epic Bacon for the win is cool are, like, huge Deadpool fans. Like, that, like that kind of stuff. Like, the, like the Dead, yeah. Elon Musk fans are huge Deadpool fans. Like, that kind of thing. Like, because he's seen as this, like, um, like a joking mercenary, like, killer. He, he's, he fits a very, like, easy internet personality. Um, like, Spider-Man if he killed people, basically. Um, it's what he's always been. Yeah. Um, but, um, this particular, uh, series, a comic series that I'm talking about uh, that this guy Joe Kelly wrote was all about, um, Deadpool as a character, um, who wants to be the good guy, um, and he never faces the fact that he's a psychopathic murderer. Um, and, 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 and Kelly writes this great character that's, like, completely fucked up, um, and also delusional, and how, but he still has like at least a spark of decency in him that won't die completely, despite his incredibly fucked up personality. And, and, Isn't that and, Dexter? Uh, that's actually not a terrible comparison to me. Uh, honest, like I, yes! Dexter goes off the goddamn rails after like what the like third or fourth season or whatever. But um, yeah, it, like, I don't know. The, the particular run of Deadpool I'm talking about is one that um I really really like and is in fact my personal favorite, but. Deadpool in general as a character, um, including the Ryan Reynolds like movie version, is very um, of a type that is very appealing to a certain type of comic book fan, and that version of it is not my is not my favorite. Um, I also did fly to another city to get broken up with and watch Deadpool that weekend, so I'm not a huge fan of that movie. I went to Deadpool for a Valentine's Day uh, date <laughs> in a... college. Uh, okay. Um, and it was romantic, and then we went to Red Robin after, and we got... Ooh, Red Robin's good, though. <sighs> okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> Before we fight each other via the internet. I just don't like... So we got endless sweet potato fries, and I hate sweet potato fries. Yeah. Oh, so Deadpool was in 2016. You weren't still in college in 2016? No. Yeah. Deadpool won? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I guess. I guess that probably was my be, senior year. Yeah, 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 I was saying, yeah, this is your senior year. Okay, that's closer to because like so I so I would have met you when you started uh, Emerald, right? And then um, or... sounds like a drug <laughs> when you started Emerald. <laughs> when you started Free Basic Emerald, uh, so yeah, but that wouldn't have been too 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 far after that. Is what I'm thinking. It was that same year. Yeah, okay, because but, but, I moved to Boston. I moved back to Boston that summer with nowhere yeah. to live. <laughs> Which, yeah, you end up in like that. Simply couch yeah. surfing. Okay, so yeah, so that yeah, that we we had we had different experiences with that movie is what I, I will say. Sorry for the off track uh, remembering how we were supposed to be talking about romantic comedies. Uh, yeah, so, so, so why, you so got me, so, hold on, what, yeah, I got Deadpool. What was one and two? And then please read four and let me see if I can guess it. But if not, like I, I, I do want to hear what it is. Okay, so number one was about time. About time. What's about time? I'm not surprised that you don't know this one. Up. Is a guy who can go oh, back in Donald time. Donald Gleason and Rachel McAdams and Bill Nighy. Yeah. Oh, okay, sure. I could fuck It's this. actually pretty good. It's, it's good? a good movie. Yeah. All right, I, li- I like the cast, generally speaking. The, um, it's it's well it's well acted and it's uh not overly romantic and not overly sappy, right. but it does a good job. I'm actually I'm actually a, a fairly big Rachel McAdams fan, so that's uh, that, okay. That works. Uh, okay. Uh, so and then the next, two? it's you're definitely not going to know this one. Yeah, okay. It's a Netflix movie called The Kissing Booth. Oh, okay. Which makes me so fucking angry because the guy, the, the main guy who she falls in love with is like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, uh-huh. and she is like 5'1". And it never and comes up? the height difference is unreal. It's, <laughs> it is, as coming from like a girl who's 5'9", and I get it, like I'm a tall girl, but it is unrealistic. And in, like, it's wild, the height difference between them. Yeah, anyway. it's 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 it, it's noticeable to the point of comedy, and therefore it becomes a bit of a problem. All right, uh, get all right. So, what's number four? Then I want to hear number four before we before I uh, yeah. before we talk about this. Uh, Mary Fiore is the wedding planner. She's ambitious, hardworking, extremely organized. Is it the wedding planner? And she knows exactly what to do and say to make any wedding a spectacular event. Spectacular event. Uh, but when Mary falls literally for a handsome doctor, her busy yet uncomplicated life is turned upside down. He's the groom of the biggest wedding of her career. Will she help him walk down the aisle with his internet tycoon girlfriend? Or will Mary finally get to be the bride herself? When it comes to love, you can never plan what's going to happen. Is it the wedding planner? It's the wedding planner. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, it's that or Made in Manhattan. I really can't figure out which it is. Yeah, yeah, they're both J Lo movies. I, 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 yeah, jo- yeah, it's the wedding. Pla- it's the wedding planner. All right. Yeah, that 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 one I also would have figured out. Go figure. Well, yeah. Shit. I'm sorry, I thought it was pretty fun. I'm sorry I ruined your game by being a huge Deadpool fan, unbeknownst to you. I really had no idea that you were that into no, Deadpool. You, again. Only this one particular run of it, because the character is so often like uh, terribly written. Uh, like, like, and, and to be clear, like, I don't think that I, I'm not a fan of of him in a lot of other cases. I think it's like poorly done or just kind of slapsticky and over the toppy and in it and internet meme now that we're in that age. Um, but like, it's yeah, I, that particular telling of his story, huge fan. I just also didn't think that I really didn't think that you were gonna know the wedding planner. Um, at all. I know that I said the wedding planner in the first sentence, and yeah, I that understand was kind of, that. that was kind of a dead giveaway, I hate to tell you. Yeah, no, I get that now. Uh, that was from IMDB, so that was definitely my B. Uh, but 
I'm rather surprised that you, um, I don't know why, I thought that, I did not know that you liked Deadpool. I feel like this would have come up in our friendship, and I'm almost saddened and a little angry <laughs> that I didn't know how much you liked Deadpool until now. I don't know when on earth this ever would have come up in our friendship. I don't know either. When I would you have like... found out, like, the particular random comics that I would like? Now I just feel like I don't even know you. Danny? Yeah. Fuck, no, I just want to there. <laughs> well, I just want to know, I just want to get to know you a little bit better, Andy. Why don't you tell me one of your secrets? Tell me a deep, dark secret. Tell me a secret. Are you Andy. pointing to your bangs? I can't tell. <sighs> it's not a secret, that's just mean. 